Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. conservative mama podcast i'm your host sarah b and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy the lies of feminism and of course the destruction of the progressive left as we refocus ourselves on those f-bombs that truly matter faith family friendship and now more than ever freedom if you are on instagram and you would like to see what i'm up to you can catch me over at conservative mama podcast that is where the podcast stuff is going up and my personal uh, instagram is lady devil dog usmc Um, you can see the personal stuff over there. Uh, I'm trying to keep them separate. So uh, yeah, I know it was the backup. It's not the backup anymore. I don't know. We're just going to mix things up this year. It's 2022. All right. Can you believe it? Um, It's also Monday, January 31st. That makes it the last day of the month. Thank God. And hopefully you guys are having a better start to your week than I um, my son took a, took several tumbles today. He's, he's really mastering the whole learning to walk thing, but, um, because he had the stroke, he doesn't throw his right arm out to protect him. So when he goes over on his right side, he hits his head. Um, and so it is, it's heartbreaking to watch. It's, it's very frustrating. Um, it is definitely one of those days where, uh, you know, I, I, find myself not in the best place with that you know like um the stroke as you guys know if you're a longtime listener um is is definitely more of an issue for me than him having a three-chambered heart uh the stroke was like salt on a wound and I've not been able to get past that um I'm working on it I pray on it a lot um but I'll tell you when he has these days where, you know, he's he's clumsy, if you will, um, gosh, it, it's so hard for me. Um, I know it's hard for him because he's the one, you know, kind of bouncing off everything, if you will. Um, but it's hard for me because, you know, I just, I would give anything to, you know, have taken his place. You know, Lord, let it be me and not him, right? And that's not the way life often works. And, um, you know, so... There are times where we find ourselves um, kind of uh, clinging to this what if, what if, right? What if I had uh, known sooner or what if uh, there was something I could have done differently or, you know, just fill in the blank with your own what if, right? Um, and the, the fact is we, we can't go back in time. Um, we, we, we're not there yet. We haven't figured out a way. So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter what the what if is because all we have is right now and the future and he's doing well he is really learning how to walk and like I said he's mastering that but you can't you can't learn to walk without taking a few tumbles um so pray for me pray for me because these these times can be very difficult okay 
it's not just us over here at my household that need some prayers. Let's pray for the truckers in Canada and, of course, making their way to Ottawa. Justin Trudeau has decided that he has uh, COVID-19, which is pretty convenient. Um, I think if they would have checked that uh, COVID test a little bit closer, they would have found that um, he has uh, the chicken virus because... <laughs> He is nowhere to be found. Remember, he, he well, just was a few days ago. He got up in front of everybody and, and told all of Canada that it's just a fringe minority um, that disagrees and thinks wrong, right? Um, and then he ran off and hid. Uh, fringe majority, really, because uh, 70 miles or whatever of, of trucks headed your direction doesn't suggest a small fringe to me. Never mind the people who have lined the, the roads and the causeways and the overpasses there in Canada to um, cheer these truckers on. And it is amazing to me. Isn't this an incredible moment to be alive? You look at these truckers and they are blue collar, you know, guys and gals who, um, you know, have decided enough is enough and they're doing what our politicians and our elected officials are not doing. Um, they're going in for the defense of the Canadian people and not even just the Canadian people. They're making a stand for all of us everywhere. Um, they're going in to show them, look, we the people regardless of what country you hail from, we the people of the planet, if you will, have had enough. We don't want your tyranny. We don't want your totalitarianism. We don't want your communism. We don't want your socialism. We don't want any of your trash. We don't want this. You elitists thought that we were dumb and we were, we were quiet and we weren't going to do anything, but we're doing things. These truckers represent all of us. These are your these are the guys who deliver your food at the grocery store. These are the guys who deliver your toilet paper. These are the guys who deliver your electronics. These are the guys who are dropping off your Amazon packages. These are the the the, the men and women who cross these great nations, Canada and the United States, you know, how many times in a year to deliver goods and services to people. And Justin Trudeau wants to uh, not even yeah, uh, acknowledge their their what they're doing. He wants to run and hide in his basement with his COVID nineteen. Very well. We'll see who outlasts who. Justin Trudeau isn't unique in any way. He absolutely shares the um, the globalist elitist ideology, this Klaus Schwab ideology, right? He is absolutely towing the company line for this Build Back Better, right? I don't think I have to say that to anybody. I think my listeners are intimately familiar with this. Um, so Justin Trudeau is not unique. And this isn't just aimed at Justin Trudeau. Yes, maybe the truckers blocking, uh, you know, Ottawa and, and surrounding their parliament, maybe that is meant just for Justin Trudeau. Um, but as a whole, when you stop to think about the symbolism of the entire thing, this is sending the world a message. Like I said at the beginning, this is sending the world a message and letting the Klaus Schwabs know we're done with this. We're sick of it. And you can start to see the narrative rolling back. You can start to see, you know, Boris Johnson roll. And he's not a, um, he's not a against this build back better idea either. But, um, you can see them start to roll that back. Uh-oh, it's not working. We're losing them. Well, people can only live in fear for so long, right? And then they get 
pretty mad. Um, the, the, the whole COVID thing is, is it's dead. Okay. Can we just let that stupid thing go already? You're going to have to live with it like it is the flu and it's going to be years and years and years. Maybe, maybe if we ever find out what really occurred in China, um, and so on and so forth with it, right? Like it's going to be a long time. And speaking of China, Beijing, <laughs> I was watching uh, the, the news this morning and one of the anchors, um, I, I don't even know what, what I was watching. Um, my son got us up pretty early. Um, she was talking about how, how going to Beijing, it was, it was um, a unique experience uh, because they have everything so tightly regulated and, and you know, the, where they're going to go and what they can, you know, the, the walls are for their protection and, and how to move about the airport, you know, so that they can mitigate um, exposure, blah, 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 right? And she's like, oh, look at when we get to the hotel, this wall here is to keep us away from uh, the people of Beijing who could give us COVID or, and vice versa and so on and so forth. And I'm like, honey, that's okay. I mean, if that's what they told you and you bought that hook, line and sinker, then, you know, it, you, you just do you, sweetheart. They're lying to you. That is what the CCP excels at besides sending Chinese spies to infiltrate the Democratic Party. Um. That's what they do. They're 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 going to let you see what they want you to see. It's sort of like Pineapple Express. Do you guys remember that ridiculous movie when they go to North Korea and they talk to Little Rocket Man? Um, so funny. That movie is so funny. I don't like Seth Rogen as a rule. I, I don't find him funny. Um, I only think he's humorous when he's got James Franco because James Franco, I think, is funny. And um, he just drags him through. But I don't like Seth Rogen. Um, that being said, the movie was pretty funny. Um, it's like that. Like when they're touring around North Korea, but they're only allowed to see what they want them to see. Yeah. Welcome to China. <sighs> Some people, you know, other people's kids. Am I right? Okay. So, you know, I had to give, give a shout out to uh, the truckers of Canada. Um, but speaking of other foreign countries, the Ukraine. Can somebody explain to me why... Um, people are are suddenly finding themselves concerned about the border of Russia and the Ukraine. Look, I don't want to see innocent people get get hurt. I don't. But the Ukraine has nothing to do with us, and 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 this has nothing to do with us. I have to agree with General Flynn when um, he said that uh, this doesn't present or present itself as a security threat to the American citizens. Okay, we are not at risk here if Russia invades the Ukraine. Again, I don't want to see Russia do this, but um, it's not our problem. It's not our problem. And, and for the people who are like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, we should be concerned. Really? How concerned are you about our southern border? What about the three busloads full of um, young fighting aged men that got dropped off in the middle of the night to some hotel in Florida? You know, uh, where's Ron DeSantis on that? I'm, I'm sure... He's been made aware, so we'll see, right? But what's going on here? Why, why, why is this happening? Well, we know why it's happening. But what happened to all the women and children? Oh, the women and children, all those kids put in cages. I thought the Democrats cared about kids, remember? AOC went and did a photo op crying at a fence. Isn't it? I mean, aren't they for the little guy? So why do they care so much about the Ukrainian border and we're going to send all kinds of money and arms and stuff that direction, but for our own southern border, they're bringing people in who 
they're probably not vetted. They're definitely not vaccinated, right? I thought everybody had to be vaccinated. Um, who are these people? Like I said, all the footage I've seen shows young fighting age men. I don't see a single female or child in that group. So why three busloads of them? I mean, that's an infiltration. Hands down, that's an infiltration. That is uh, the Biden administration's complete and utter failure and um, compliance with this uh, situation. Um, he's allowing it to happen. He's putting American lives in jeopardy. He is in dereliction of duty because uh, the the sole purpose, one of the sole purposes of the United States government at all is to protect the sovereign citizens of this great uh, nation. And he's not. I can't think of a better word except for dereliction of duty, to be honest with you. Um, and so here we find ourselves, you know, looking at uh, a group of individuals that could pose a national security risk. They could pose a uh, serious health risk <laughs> to the American citizens. And I don't mean that because they could be disease carrying. I mean that because a lot of them um, have have likely ties to gang violence, right? We saw MS-13 spikes it during the Obama years. You know, anytime our border, border is unsecured, we know that uh, the least desirable tries to come through, right? That is not a stretch of the imagination. It is not a stretch of the imagination to think that a good portion of the three busloads of people may be carrying undesirable people. Um, these are not going to be people who share the values and the uh, moral uh, countenance of this nation or what the nation was founded on, not the direction we're headed right now, right? These are people who might not have America's best interests in mind. So I'm very concerned about these, these buses. Um, I think just because we caught these three uh, bus loads going to a hotel. Um, let's face it, there's probably buses cross crossing all over this nation at this point. You know, the, the midnight flights. I, I think you guys have heard about that. Biden is flying in people from the border. He doesn't know who these people are. Meanwhile, he's telling the American citizens over in the Ukraine that um, we can't help you, right? So just like Afghanistan when he left American citizens behind over there um, and isn't it weird we haven't heard anything did the school children ever get out does anybody know did the did the dogs ever get out did anybody send them home um, I know people were working on it what about the American citizens in Afghanistan and now now we want to talk about you know the Taliban as if it were a government what so so in 20 years when we lost friends and family um, fighting the Taliban we lost to the, we just gave it back to the Taliban we replaced the Taliban with the Taliban and now we're talking about the Ukraine and 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 the Biden administration is telling the American people hey look we can't come get you you're on your own if you can find a flight out if you can get out of the country we strongly recommend that you do that and yet he's wasting taxpayer dollars because, oh yes, ladies and gentlemen, this you're paying for it. The bus loads of people, the flights to the flights to uh, wherever in the middle of the night. You're paying for that. I'm paying for that. These folks, this three bus loads of uh, of people in this hotel room, they were given money. Um, where do you think that came from? They were given a, what a credit card or some kind of debit card? Uh, I can't remember which one I read. Um, where do you think that came from? You just footed the bill. 
Aren't you excited that that's what your taxpayer dollars are going towards? You can't have a say in what you want your taxpayer money to go towards. You don't, you want the wall? I'm sorry. We can't afford that. There's no money in there for the wall, but we can bring in lots and lots and lots of low skilled or unskilled labor um, who may or may not have ties to, you know, gangs, um, may or may not be uh, skilled in human trafficking or drug trafficking. You know, that we can bring in. We do have money for that because, of course, we know that um, uh, the, the Democrats need them for the vote. You know, you know, New York just passed the, uh, the the rule that you don't even have to be a citizen. They want everybody to vote, right? So to hell with the Constitution. Absolutely just toss that out the window. It's illegal. Nobody cares. The Democrats don't care. The Democrats certainly don't care, but it's the Republicans not doing anything. And, you know, I, I mean, definitely vote red in 2022. Vote red. Because, you know, like I've said in the past, like, you know, I'm parroting Dan Bongino, the Democrats uh, are the cause of your problems. The Republicans may not be the answer to all your problems, but the Democrats certainly are the cause. So here we are. Here we are. We've got busloads of people in the middle of the night. We've got a uh, wide open bo- southern border. We've got Can- uh, Canada, Canada. We've got Canada on lockdown. That's all. It, 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 from our truckers. So not, not an actual Trudeau lockdown. The truckers are locking it down. So we got a lot going on. We've got a lot going on. And, you know, um, you know that line that always says, you know, God forbid you live through interesting times. We are living through interesting times. And this is insanity. Um, Speaking of insanity, you like that segue? It's almost like I planned it. I didn't plan this. Speaking of insanity, um, Joe Biden on his Supreme Court pick. Right. Like he doesn't have a pick yet, but he knows that he's going to elect a black woman. Right. So in the wake of uh, Justice Breyer's uh, retirement, which um, was does it feel a little forced to you? Um, They said that he was a little ticked off because it leaked out. um, That wasn't the way he wanted to go out. Um, I, I don't really care about that um it does feel a little bit forced right and i don't know why i mean we we know that they want to pad the court we know that they want to find some radical leftist right even though um it's not like he was a conservative it's not even like the the uh hopeful conservatives that got sent to the bench uh were are anything to you know laud over i mean we're all pretty shocked at justice kavanaugh and amy comey barrett right however um, uh, you know, it does feel a little forced to me. Uh, maybe it's just me. I don't know, guys. Maybe you guys didn't feel like that, but I feel, I felt like this is forced. But anyway, um, you know, Joe Biden, in all of his, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden wisdom, um, I don't know, I don't know which Joe Biden, I don't know the tale of two Bidens, if you guys didn't go back and, and listen to that Friday fun day, fun kit. Friday Fun Day, good grief, um, podcast. Uh, you might want to check that out. I don't know which Joe Biden we're talking to, but this clown, he wants to elect a black woman. Hey, you know what? I am not opposed to a black woman as a Supreme Court justice. As a matter of fact, I could I nominate uh, Candace Owens? She nominated herself <laughs> um, in kind of a tongue-in-cheek uh, tweet, Um you know, because she's like, you know, look, I am obviously fully qualified being both black and female. And you know what? She's not wrong. But the, the point 
that she's underlined there is that um, no matter what, no matter what, no matter who Joe Biden nominates, no matter who it you know gets their spot on the bench, um, if if indeed it is a black woman, uh, it doesn't matter who she is. It doesn't matter what her career looked like. It doesn't matter how hard she worked or how smart she was. It doesn't matter any of that. It will always, 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 always be uh, underlined that she got the job simply because she's a black woman. And that's really, really tragic because it completely discredits her right off the bat. It completely discredits her right off the bat. She has no chance. It doesn't matter. No matter what way she comes down on anything, this will always be the, the undercurrent of the conversation. This will always be in the public mind. And it's incredibly, it's so incredibly ironic to me that he's like, I will nominate a black female. Weird. Do you want to talk about Clarence Thomas there, Joey? Do you want to talk about how you treated Clarence Thomas, a black man, mind you? Would you like to talk about that? You did not treat him very well. As a matter of fact, when he was... Uh, being, uh, you know, considered for, for the Supreme Court justice, he compared it to a modern day lynching. Those are his words, not mine. So yeah, I don't think you, you were, uh, Mr. Uh, thumbs up to, uh, you know, Clarence Thomas. So, but you know, I've got a, I've got a woman of color for my VP. Isn't that, isn't that incredible folks? You know, and oh gosh, we've talked about cackling Kamala so many times, but, um, you know, her her only qualifications for the VP role was to be a ethnic woman, so a woman of color, if you will, um, who, you know, that's it. That was it. She didn't have to have any other skill set. She just needed to be, you know, she's Indian. She's not even black, but isn't it funny how she changed into black to suit this, like, just to get the role, right? Like, oh, I'm Indian, I'm Indian, I'm Indian. Oh, now I'm black, you know? Wow, look at me. <laughs> she changed her stripes to get the job. Ah, if anything says, I'm not qualified. Um, and look at, she's been a raging disaster ever since. She is probably the worst VP in human history. I don't know. I just don't even know. But uh, here we are, you know, that was her only qualification. So I can't imagine uh, who, whatever this Supreme Court pick will be, you know, oh, will she be qualified? Somebody even went out to say like, oh, Kamala Harris could be the, uh, the Supreme Court pick. Can you imagine? Like, is there any job this woman is actually qualified for that doesn't involve an OnlyFans page? Oh, yeah, I went there. I went there because we all know how she got to where she is today. Ah, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, not a great role model for, for little girls. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Not a great role model for little girls. She's not the person um, that I would want my daughter to read about. She's not. She's not it. How did you get your job? Well, remember this one time? Yeah, his name was. Anyway, um, I digress. So, yeah, Joe Biden, of course, playing the, uh, the, the race game and and uh, the sex game, right? Um, and where are the feminists at? Where are the feminists at? Oh my goodness, is it me? Did they disappear uh, off the face of the planet when Trump went away? Like like 2020 uh, happened, and then 
Joe Biden was selected and all of a sudden the feminists are poof, gone. Nowhere to be seen. They had nothing to say in regards to the abuses and the threats for women in Afghanistan when the Taliban took over. Not a peep, not a word. They could, be, they could not be bothered to make mention of it. They could not come out of the woodwork. They couldn't say a thing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. They couldn't say anything. And here we go again. Like Joe Biden up, comes up there and he's like, I'm going to only pick a black woman for the Supreme Court. And not a word from the feminists. You would think feminists would be rallying around this saying, hey, look, no, 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 because it discredits women. We want you to pick a, you know, yes, that would be great to see a woman on the bench. But um, it would be extra great if you picked one based on her merit and her career. And, you know, that because she was the best candidate for the role. Are there no other women who are available? There are no Asian women. There are no Hispanic justices out there are there no his is it so far-fetched for the democrats to believe that that um women of any other ethnicity or race could also be a justice it's only black women i mean great wonderful we have black women on the bench more proof that america is not systemically racist i dare say (laughs) i mean are you kidding me they're sitting on the bench. They, they're, in, they're enforcing the laws on the books. This is like the highest place you can get. Are you kidding? As far as, you know, justice goes, right? <laughs> You've got black women, Hispanic women, Asian women. I, I, I don't understand. Why? The Democrats never see, never, ever, ever see these other people. Hispanic ladies. Latina ladies, are you, are you sick of this crap? Like, <laughs> like you guys haven't done anything noteworthy or meritworthy. You know, you're not sitting on the bench somewhere. You're not, you're not an on fire justice yourself. You're, you weren't, you know, a, a, a super, you know, hot attorney or prosecutor. And I'm not talking like physically hot. You know what I mean? Oh, she's a 10. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like you did your job and you've done it well, right? Like, how on fire would that be? She gets up there, a woman of any kind, white woman, I don't care. You get up there and, and you've done an amazing job in your career as a lawyer, as a prosecutor, you know, attorney, justice, you know, you, you do an amazing job and you get to the point where um, you can be considered for the Supreme Court of the United States of America, the highest bench in the land. Like you've made it. You've made it. Like, it should be based on your hard work, right? Who cares about your color? Who cares about your ethnicity? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> but the Democrats never see these other women. They're like, nah, we're going with a black woman. She any good? I don't know. Bring in Stacey Abrams. I don't know. She she thinks she's governor of Georgia. So <laughs> just bring her. You know what? We don't even have to have a hearing. She'll just think that she's on the bench. Nobody cares about these other women and, and, and ladies, doesn't that piss you off? Aren't you tired of getting overlooked all the time? I'm just saying, what do the Democrats think the other women do? Do they, I mean, does it just not occur to them that other women uh, are capable of, of doing great things? I just, and the feminists, like, they're nowhere to be found. Just crickets, like not one feminist was like, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kamala Harris was Indian. 
you know what? If Kamala Harris was totally qualified for the VP spot, right, this would be noteworthy. She'd be the first Indian American, right? If she were totally qualified for the spot, she's not. She's a dumpster fire. She was, you know, anyway, I digress. But if she were totally qualified, ladies, yeah, that w- it would still be pr- pretty impressive. Okay, look, she's qualified. It was a good pick. Had nothing to do with the fact, you know, she's a female. No, if the Democrats would stop playing these identity politics games, imagine where we could be. This could have been a great thing, but no, Kamala Harris, she, it wasn't, no one cared that she was an, of Indian descent. No, 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 no. No one cared until she became black. Then everyone's, oh, well, now that she's black, <laughs> VP it is. <laughs> so yeah, why not Candace Owens? Why the hell not? She's black. She's female. Who cares if she doesn't know anything about law? Who cares if she's not, you know, she didn't practice, you know, she's not a justice now. Who cares? She's not a judge. She doesn't have the black robe. She's not sitting in the chair. Who cares? Who cares? She's black and she's female. Boom. Done. Done. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. It's completely absurd if you stop and think about it. But the feminists are nowhere to be found. They're nowhere to be found on the on the whole trans movement either. You are watching women's sports get decimated. You're being crushed. Who's that swimmer who just like, it, it's a trans woman, you know, he was a man. He swam for the last six years or whatever as a dude and then found out, oh, you know, I can't, I'm not that great. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm mediocre. But then he gets into the women's thing. All of a sudden he grows his hair out a little bit and he starts to speak like a girl. He's like, you know what? I'm a trans. I'm a trans woman. I'm going to get in the pool with the women. And he just slaughters them. But then he gets out of the pool and you're like, that dude is like six, seven. His shoulders are like the entire length of my body. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. And yet the the feminists are nowhere to be found because they are such a useless movement. There's no point to third wave feminism. It is absolutely a crock of crap. They don't even believe their own rhetoric. Otherwise, they would be coming out of the woodwork. They'd be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're, we don't want anybody to be discriminated against, but by putting biological males up against biological females in any sport competition, women are going to suffer. Women are going to suffer. All it tells other women and, and young girls is, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you are the fastest at state track. It doesn't matter if you are the top uh, basketball player, if you are, you know, number one in softball, if you are number one in soccer, it doesn't matter if you are number one in jeopardy. It doesn't matter because a man, a biological male is always going to be better than you. The dude, the dude on jeopardy. I don't even want to know his name. That's a dude. What about, what about when, uh, who was it? Did she win Miss America? Was that, it was like a year or two ago. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I think the, the trans female won Miss America. So a biological male did it better. Woman of the year was, uh, was, uh, not Kylie Jenner. Oh my gosh. Bruce Jenner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, Caitlyn Jenner, whichever, right? Like the woman of the year, you couldn't find an actual biological female. Come on. Come on, feminists, where are you at? Crickets, nothing, because your movement is trash. And I'd say it to your face, this is why nobody supports you and we think you're all crazy. Where are you at? This is your moment. A stopped clock is right, toys a day, where are you at? 
Nowhere, nowhere to be found, nowhere to be found. So here we look forward to a uh, Supreme Court pick based solely on her skin color and the fact that she's female, although it's debatable, right? What if it's just, you know, what if it's a, if it's a guy and he identifies as female? Is that off the table? Does it have to be a biological female Democrat? Because, you know, you're the ones who push this progressive leftist garbage down everybody's throat where nobody knows which bathroom to use and you want to put freaking litter pans in children's bathrooms at school for the kids who identify as freaking felines. So if a man decides, you know what, I would I would like to be considered for the Supreme Court pick because I identify as a black woman... Is that off the table? Like, where are the lines here? Is another, you know, anything goes? Because I feel like, hey, you know, you guys, you guys wrote this out. Like, this is your playbook. How do you want everybody to respond to it? I'm just saying. It is lunacy. If you guys needed any more examples of Clown World, um, every day, every single day, every single day. There's, there's like one more example. So here's your one more example, ladies and gentlemen, exhibit, I don't even know, exhibit F, I guess, because what the F is going on, right? So hooray, we get a uh, justice pick that I'm sure will not be a flaming disaster. So congratulations, Joe Biden. You will always have your thumb on the pulse of what the nation really needs. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's our cue. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. I will talk to you again on Wednesday. And uh, as always, stay deplorable patriots. Love and God bless.